0: Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah! Here's my favorite rant for the day, excerpted from our podcast, which you can find over at TomHartman.com. Welcome back. Tom Hartman here with you. I have a really serious question that... uh, I think we really as a country we need to talk about and uh, this is this is serious stuff David Ferguson wrote a piece for rawstory.com and the headline is Trump says privately that a terror attack could save him and the Republican Party from a 2018 election bloodbath And uh, what he says is faced with the likelihood of a blue tsunami in the 2018 midterm elections, President Donald Trump is holding out hope that terrorists will attack the country, reported the Washington Post on Wednesday. Quote, this is from the Washington Post. In private conversations, Trump has told advisors that he doesn't think the 2018 election will be as bad as others are predicting. He has referenced the 2002 midterms when George W. Bush And Republicans failed, fared better after the September 11 terrorist attacks. These people said. Matt Iglesias over at Vox.com wrote, "This is a frightening line of thought for an incumbent president and his team to be entertaining. If the president and his top staff, Iglesias said, are not so concerned with democracy but purely political power, that's a terrifying proposition." And if Trump, now this is not Iglesias, this is back to the article in Raw Story, if Trump believes that a terror attack will be a help to his political fortunes, asked Vox, how hard is he really working to keep the country safe? And I would take it even a step beyond that. Is he working to provoke a terror attack against the United States? He has certainly been antagonizing people unnecessarily. He's, he's un- un- antagonized Kim Jong-un. He's antagonized Muslims. He's antagonized Mexicans. He's, uh, it just goes on and on and on. You'll recall, uh, you know, when, when, when 9-11 happened and, and George W. Bush used this as a political tool, as a political weapon, to become a wartime president, something that he had been wanting to do, You'll recall, if you, if you, you know, go back in time to, uh, to uh, 1999, when Mickey Herskowitz, who was a, a longtime family friend of the Bush family, and, uh, and he's an author uh, and a ghostwriter for hire, was hired by the Bush family to write George W. Bush's biography. You have to, run, you have to publish a biography before you run for president. So in '99, Bush was planning on running for president. And they hired Mickey Herskowitz, and he recorded dozens, if not you know over a hundred hours of of tape sitting down with George W. Bush and then he sat down to take these words of George Bush and turn them into a book and uh, that that book became the George W. Bush autobiography that that, uh, you know, was released when he decided to run for president. And one of the things that Bush had told Herskowitz, and Herskowitz ultimately, by the way, got dumped by the Bush family about halfway through the book project, and they hired another writer because the first draft of the book didn't, I don't know, it didn't sound suck-up enough to, to Bush or something. But what George W. Bush told Herskowitz, and Cindy Sheehan testified before John Conyers' commission, before Congress, about this, and quoted Herskowitz. What George W. Bush said was words to the effect of, "If I become president, I'm not going to make the same mistake my father did." You'll recall the the original Gulf War that George Herbert Walker Bush had a uh, year, year and a half before the election that he ultimately lost in '92. But before that election. He had a little war in Iraq, and he was very proud of the fact that the war only lasted a hundred hours. It lasted a few days, you know, kicking kicking Saddam Hussein out of Kuwait after he had essentially told Saddam Hussein, "You can have Kuwait, sure, no problem." And George W. Bush's argument to Herskowitz was that that war didn't last long enough because it wasn't going on when the election hit, and if you're not having a war when the election hits, then you know you don't have the power you don't have the the popularity essentially of being a wartime president so what george w bush said was if i'm elected president i'm going to invade iraq and he specifically identified iraq to herskowitz he said, if i become president i'm going to invade iraq and i'm going to have a successful war and thus a successful presidency and which of course is exactly what he did you know, when uh, after 9/11, he but prior to 9/11. I mean, they were, they, you know, we we now know that Dick Cheney was actually lobbying for a war with Iraq prior to 9/11, and nobody, you know, there was no no good rationale, no excuse for it. But after 9/11, I mean, they were saying weapons of mass destruction and all this stuff, but you know, there was no sense of urgency here in the United States. Oh yeah, you know, you got a terrorist over there in Iraq, so what? And plus, you know. Well, actually, the Scott Ritter stuff, I guess that, uh, that came after 9-11. So, so here we had a president in the Bush, you know, with George W. Bush, who was nakedly, openly willing to use an attack against the United States as a political tool, as a political weapon, as a, as a political, you know, as, as a mouthpiece, essentially. Now, I know that there are some people, there's all kinds of wild conspiracy theories and and some you know, even rational conspiracy theories around 9/11. But very few people uh, are asserting that George W Bush actually created 9/11. But if you want to know what caused 9/11, I mean it's not it's not very difficult. You go back to 1998, uh, Osama bin Laden in the New York Times talking about how because of George Herbert Walker Bush's Invasion of Kuwait slash Iraq. In order to make that happen, Bush the elder had to get Saudi Arabia to allow us to use an Air Force base in Saudi Arabia to stage our bombers to kick Saddam out of Kuwait. And bin Laden was furious about this. There were American soldiers, American GIs, men who were watching pornography and drinking alcohol, and women who were driving cars and showing their elbows on a US Air Force Base or on a on a on a Air Force Base on a, on a you know a staging ground inside the Holy Land of Saudi Arabia and and bin Laden considered that an absolute profanity and in 1998 he told us if we didn't shut down that Air Force Base he was going to attack us by the way go back and look at it George W Bush shut down that Air Force Base in 2005 as I recall He definitely closed it. I'm I'm pretty sure it was 2005. So you know we see kind of cause and effect there, right? We antagonized the Saudis and we, particularly the Saudi radicals. This would be Bin Laden and his friends. Although there were a lot a lot of people in Saudi Arabia who were very upset that American soldiers were on Saudi soil. We antagonized the Saudis, and what happened? 17 Saudis come over here. Or 14 Saudis I guess out of the out of the 19 hijackers and and knock down the Twin Towers so what is Trump doing now Uh, is he antagonizing other Muslim groups I mean you know he's sucking up to the Saudis now but you know there are other other you know other Muslims in the world is he trying to provoke an attack is this what he thinks is going to help him with the with the 2018 midterms I mean, this this Washington Post article is in the context of the midterms, the elections that are coming up shortly. Is that what's going on? Or is it just all a coincidence? Or is it just, you know, this is this the Reichstag fire? Right. The, the bombing of the German parliament building was what propelled Adolf Hitler to power and to fame and fortune. 9/11, Help George W. Bush because of the way he used it. Hitler, the way he used it. What are Trump's plans? What do you think? We'll be back. It's 15 minutes past the hour. This is the Tom Hartman Program. Back with more of the news of the day in your calls after this. Big show today. Congressman Mark Pocan was on for the hour. And then I raised the question, is it possible that Donald Trump could take this country to war to win the 2018 elections for the Republicans to keep himself from getting impeached? Is it possible? There's some really scary evidence around about this, including a piece in today's Washington Post. So check it out, our, all, all three hours of the program, commercial-free, available on our podcast at TomHartman.com. The free, shorter podcast is available on iTunes, and of course, all the clips from the program right here on YouTube.
0: Mother's Day is almost here.